Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Welcome back, everybody. We are going to talk about something today that it's two words, and many times when these two words are said, people get uncomfortable. It's more accepted to hear these words in recent years, but it's so, so vitally important for all of us. So two words are mental health. How is your mental health? Are you taking care of your mental health? Many times we're not. We're not doing the things that we should be doing. And there's lots of research and lots of developments in quantum physics and much, much more related to mental health. Bieta Jarava is the founder of Biomune Integrative Wellness, which is a fantastic center in Canada. And they're on the forefront of treatment, wellness, even research. And we've got Bieta here with a guest. Welcome, Bieta. How are you today? Thank you for a lovely welcome. Yes, I'm good. I'm very happy to take you through the journey of of opening some doors to new research and new therapies. And I'm very thankful we have a Dr. Jody Tour on our side today speaking about mental health. Um, so I'm, I'm just going with the flow right now to uh, introduce her. And as you know, we've spoken about respiratory health. We've spoken about um, another modality such as glutathione, the, the more of the anti-aging. We were speaking about the new innovation in respect of uh, micellization of the nutrients and full absorptions. And today we are moving to mental health. And welcome. Welcome, Dr. Jody Tor. Thank you. Thank you for having me on your podcast. Oh, it's great to have you here. Can we take a look at some, yeah, I mean, you're deep into the research of mental health and emotional health with a uh, holistic approach looking at that. What's the latest? What what has you excited right now in terms of research? Yeah, so mental health, um, like you had just mentioned, you know, it's a, it's a hot topic, a topic that many of us, you know, are aware of. There's a lot of awareness that is going into mental health. A lot of people are dealing with mental health. But, you know, um, as an integrative medical practitioner, um, what does that mean to me and how do I practice that out of bioimmune? And so mental health, um, you know, what is mental health? You know, that's a first question. What is mental health? Um, Mental health includes our emotional, psychological and social well-being. It really affects how we think, feel and how we act. It also determines how we deal with stress, how we relate to others and how we make healthy choices. And going back to being um, an integrative medical practitioner, um, integrative practice out of um, Biomune, it we actually define it as a patient-centered science-based healthcare. Um, identifying and addressing the underlining triggers that cause mental health and, um, you know, what can cause mental health as we know, it could be childhood abuse, it could be trauma, PTSD, neglect, social isolation. A lot of people have been feeling the mental health since the pandemic, loneliness, um, you know, stigma, racism, social disadvantages, you know, poverty, debt, like there's a lot of things that can cause mental health. Um, And, you know, the biggest uh, mental health illness right now is depression um, impacting about 300 million people um, that are facing mental health and generally affects women more often than men. But how do we help them? How do we give them support holistically and integratively um, 
is a whole different way of how I practice. Like I just mentioned, um, it's more uh, patient centered. Um, and what does that mean? How do how do I, um, you know, take approach of recognizing what's happening to the body and, you know, wanting it to be well, um, because each individual is is unique. Um, and what can work for me or you may not work for Beata. Um, and therefore, you know, it's kind of like a game plan. It's personalized healthcare, utilizing, you know, integrating knowledge that we have from, you know, clinical dis- uh, clinical backgrounds, science-based, you know, um, we use different modalities out of our clinic to really get to, you know, the underlining triggers of the cause of the disease and the dysfunctional um, problem that the patient is having. When we talk about different treatments, do you feel that as a whole, many societies here are just pushing pills? Like medication is just freely written here. You'll be better. Take these. We're good. Instead of looking at a holistic approach to uh, making people feel better? Oh, most definitely. Um, You know, we're not really identifying and addressing the underlying triggers. You know, what is actually the cause of disease and dysfunction? What actually happened? And that's why with um, integrative medicine, you know, we use this wellness wheel that I like to say, you know, um, really getting to the emotional, mental, social, spiritual, physical, intelligent, like, you know, where, where were you in life when this happened? What was happening? What was happening to you emotionally? Um, understanding those emotional regulations, understanding what was happening to, you know, um, was it a, was it your work life? Was it something that tragically happened? Did you lose a loved one? Was it divorce? You know, a, you know, there's so many things that could trigger the emotional aspect of that and really getting to what triggered the the base like what triggered the underlining cause of your mental health um and you know it's just easy to kind of put a bandage on things and saying here here's a prescription go about your business and then you come back to your family gp and you're like well you know i'm you become a robotic right because your neural transmitters have been you know altered now and you're feeling you know you're not having those emotions where you're crying or you're happy or you're you know depressed or you're sad but now you're just like you're motionless and you come back and you're sleeping more. You've, you know, maybe put on some weight, you're losing some here. You're just not feeling well. And, you know, instead of saying, okay, let's, you know, send you through counseling. Let's, you know, really understand what's triggering you, what's causing this. Like some people have, you know, seasonal depression. You might have heard SADS, just, you know, SADS disease. Um, Could it be that you're not getting enough sunshine? Could it just be, you know, let's get you some on extra vitamin D. Um, you know, we're, we, it's actually not the healthcare's um, fault either, in a sense, because they don't have enough time. There's not enough resources to actually sit down and have a conversation with someone. And sometimes people, like I said, could just be that they're lonely. You know, they're they've been isolated because of the pandemic, or just in general. You know, old age, their children, their empty nesters, let's say, um, or or high school or university students that are living at, alone. They've moved out of the house, new environment. You know what? actually is causing you to feel this way that piece is what's missing in our healthcare, and it's because we don't have enough time there's so many more burdens on our healthcare system that the physicians aren't actually able to give that time and effort of actually deep digging deeper into the client and saying okay let's get to the underlining cause of this situation yes 
I completely agree with you. Here in the United States, I'm in the New York area. I feel that it is, I hate to use the word epidemic, but there are so many mental health issues that people, challenges, like you said, even even post-COVID that people are dealing with, that there aren't enough practitioners to take on all the cases. So they don't have time to listen carefully or spend a few sessions before they take out the pen or the keyboard and fire off a prescription to a, a pharmacy. It's just easier to do it that way. And so know, much easier. Yes, yes. And unfortunately, and I understand, you know, it's it's a challenge. I don't know if it's that way in Canada. Uh, but you know, holistically, what are some of the things that that you would look at in place of and by the way, let me just say there's a place for medication. Absolutely. It's not like I'm saying, yeah, not against it, but I'm from the school of let's rule everything else out before we, we prescribe holistically. If you look at that approach, what are some things that can be done uh, in place maybe of medication or at least in the beginning? Yeah, for sure. Even just, um, you know, supplementation, like I'd mentioned, like, you know, a lot of uh, depression um, patients actually are deficient in vitamin D. So, Mm. you know, getting that nutritional um, supplementation, um, and then getting some counseling, um, even some yoga, some meditation, some breath work just are fantastic for people that are, um, you know, really dealing with anxiety and, um, you know, anxiousness. So just, you know, just little, little changes in that would be phenomenal help for that client then having a prescription written up for them. And I just want to add to it, Dr. Jody, how about some of the therapies and devices we have in our clinic that we're utilizing such as PEMF therapy, the IV drips, um, uh, the bioenergetic scanning, which is very useful for to give you some data as a diagnostics. Can you tell us a little bit more about that too? Yeah, for sure. So like um, Bieta had just mentioned, like those are a lot of the treatments that other than the IV are a lot to do with like rebalancing the, you know, our, um, our body. And so mind, body and soul, you know, um, we do reflexology at the clinic, we do massage, we do PEMF, and that's all regulating our cells and our mind and, and getting the circulation going, getting the blood flow going, and really helping you, you know, balance out um, the imbalances that we may be having. So if it's nutritional, if it's, you know, detoxification, if it's adrenal um, stress, you know, um, endocrine imbalances, is, you know, we have a lot of exposure to chemicals that we have these days, you know, we're constantly cleaning our hands or, you know, spraying with Lysol wipes, we're, you know, bleach, we're using. um, So those are a lot of toxins that we're taking. And a lot of those toxins are causing a lot of imbalances. So we really help people with, um, you know, getting, you know, a liver detox or getting, you know, some supplementation for, you know, their brain or having an IV drip, just getting the, you know, the supplementation, the different vitamins getting right into your cells. So that can really amplify. And then, you know, once you take the, we usually try to tell people to, you know, try to get these vitamins into your diet. But if you're not able to, and you're really deficient, you know, let's get them on for like three to six months, and then we come off of it. Um, And then we do have a bio uh, energetic um, testing device that we use to actually um, 
really help us get a blueprint of your 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 individual DNA um, of who you are as a person. And as I had mentioned, every individual, every patient that I, we see is unique. And that really gives us, you know, a clear vision of how to rebuild, how to restore, how to repair what, um, you know, what kind of, what kind of um, therapies we may need to help you get to your optimal health. And, you know, then we do a different personalized protocol for each individual and we combine different therapies that might work best for, you know, our client. A lot of people are having sleep issues, um, you know, so with, let's say we get them on some melatonin to regulate their sleep cycle, but now we can get them on the PEMF, um, which can really amplify and help them sleep and really relax their mind, body and soul. So um, we do a lot of different, uh, you know, psychological, bio chemical um, therapies at our clinic and you know we're getting phenomenal results um, with our clients that you know come in feeling really ill that and you know after working with us and different practitioners out of our clinic they're they're really getting to their optimal health here this may be a obvious question but i really have to ask it dr tour quantum physics always hear that Many of us aren't really sure what quantum physics are, but you use that to help patients uh, move their lives forward. Can you tell us what that is? Yeah, so quantum physics, you know, it's funny because people have what is quantum physics, right? It's a fundamental theory in physics that provides a description of physical properties of nature at the scale of atoms and subatom particles, right? Um, And understanding um, it is science dealing with the behavior of matter and light on on an atomic and subatomic scale. So, that's pretty much what physic, what quantum physics is, and what does that mean in um, in science, or what does that mean in integrative? There is, you know, a lot of theories out there. Even the biofeedback device that we use, that I was, um, I had mentioned, um, it's uh, it's it's biofeedback, and that's that's a type of quantum modality as well that we use so there is um different different ways matter and energy and sound frequency that you can use to really get to you know the cellular level of uh, a person can you give us some examples uh of of what you would use at the uh at the center so we use the um, Quest 4 bioenergetic device. We gotcha. use tuning forks. Okay. We use, yeah, so we do some laser um, and as well as we uh, mentioned the PEMF. Um, so there's different modalities that we can use um, that can really get to the cellular level. Sound therapy is one of them. And we also do light frequency, water frequency, pulse electromagnetic frequency. And as Correct. Dr. Jody was saying is, Quantum practice, if I'm not mistaken, and correct me, Dr. Jody, is pretty much bringing the two sides of the both spectrum, which is the Western and Eastern medicine together because they need to collaborate. Correct. Exactly. Like, you know, we can use Ayurveda, which has been used for thousands of years. We can, you know, really get into your doshas, your body types. Um, and that all falls under quantum practice. So um, it, it's a broad broad 
I guess, modalities that come under yoga, like I said, breath work, all of that follows falls under quantum physics or quantum integrative. I appreciate you giving that 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 insight because I I didn't know that uh, sound therapy and those other modalities, which I call to me, they're connected to energy. Uh, I didn't Correct. know that, I didn't know they were under the umbrella of quantum physics. So thank you. <laughs> so, and if and if I can add to this, Steve and Dr. Jody, is we need to also understand we are part of the ecosystem of planet Earth, and we also need to realize what's the strongest force on planet Earth, where the humans are born from. You're born in water. You're plasmatic. You, you there's a current going through your body, either we like it or not. Um, in order also how your DNA functions. Um, so all these are all the things one has to look at. It's 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 not just to look at what device we make and how quickly we can resuscitate someone, but we are we are species that actually functions and our protection for planet Earth is protected by Schumann resonance, and that is only at the frequency of between seven to eleven hertz. So if we are overstimulated by higher frequency devices, it does affect our DNA. So there are a lot of things that come into a surface, how we function, why we are part of this earth, how we ought to function the best. That's what uh, I believe we have Dr. Jody for and the entire team. There's so much that you do there at the center and it's fan I'm learning even more and more <laughs> yet as we talk. I have no idea. Uh, when we, with the minutes that we have left, when we talk about somebody's emotional health, Dr. Jody, what can we, what can we do? I mean, you know, certainly on our own, taking time, self-care, meditation, breath work, any other suggestions that you might have? Yeah, you know, emotional health is one aspect of mental health. It is your ability to cope with both positive and negative emotions, right? Which include your awareness of them. Emotionally healthy people have good coping, um, you know, practice, and sometimes they just need, you know, other um, areas that they need a little bit of support with. And you just mentioned, yes, breath work, yoga, um, and, you know, mindful, even simple as journaling, you know, mm. being able to journal and getting out those emotions. Um, it's so important because good and good emotional health helps you see the best in yourself and the challenges, but more energy, having a positive outlook makes you feel more energized and helps you focus and helps you be more clear. Whereas, you know, poor health, emotional health um, really affects your mental and leads to exhaustion. Right. And that's when we have the burnout and that's when we feel, yep. you know, worn out and, you know, we get all these other, you know, and that comes with more diseases. Right. So emotional health is very, very important. Having a healthy emotional health is very important. And, and I'd like to add to it is we also have to remember is we are not designed to be acting and working based on a mechanism alone. We need to reach out. We need to stay connected. And if I would say one word to everyone is stay connected with one another. Don't try to disperse each other and, and don't try to solve problems on your own. That would be my message. For it, sure. It, it's so true because we are social creatures. We are just by nature. Mm -hmm. So we are. And and why do we think the mental health situation in the Northeast is the way it is now? I believe, which as we said before, because of the because of COVID led to isolation. And then we kind of 
we're all creatures of habit. So we stayed in that role of maybe just, you know, I'm, I'm going to talk to somebody online or I'm going to, you know, reach out to somebody on Zoom, which is okay, but we're not connecting socially like we used to. And I think it's really impacting people. What do you feel about that, Dr. Jody? Oh, 100%. I agree. You know, instead of it's not the same, you know, you don't know how I said yes. Mm. You don't know how I said hello, you know, via text. But if you were to hear my voice, just a simple phone call, like, hi, Beata, or hi, Steve, how are you doing? You know, you could be like, oh, she sounded a little down today, or she sounded happy. You know, we can really, and we're, we're humans, we like to, you know, feel touch heard, right? Text and all of this technology is great. It was used to be used for, you know, other, other ways, but now we're using it as a form of communication, we're yep. using it as a form of work, we're using it as a form of, you know, release it even now people read you know nobody wants to pick up a physical book they can you know just download it they can you know read it off their phones you know that that's that has a lot of mental um you know we're not using different cells in our brain like touching a piece of paper and flipping that page has a different research has shown it it has a different effect oh yeah then just reading off a phone, off of a device, like a tablet or anything, right? No, 100%. So human nature, we want to feel that physical, emotional, you know, touch and be heard. And and we're lacking that now. You know, a lot of children that are growing up are having, um, you know, social anxiety. You know, what is social anxiety? You know, why, you know, how come you're having social anxiety? You know, people are forgetting how to speak to people and, you know, being kind to one another and being gentle. And, you know, I think, you know, it takes a village, right? And we're losing our village. And, and I really think that, you know, people need to get back to basics and get back to, you know, just, just being kind to one another and really actually picking up the phone call and calling your loved ones and making sure checking in on them, making sure that they're okay. And mm. that's just the basics of, you know, helping with mental health, right? Like, you, hi, are you okay? How can I help you? How can I be your support? Dr. Jody, when you mentioned um, that, that situation, like even, even, you know, teens, children, we all come from some kind of trauma. We all have dealt with something as a child. I, 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 I firmly believe that. I, I don't want to even say some of us, I think it's all of us and different, yeah. different levels. And now you take what's going on now with what you're just talking about. And you add that the desocialization of our society or even younger generation and recipe for disaster. It's like, it's, I, I think so many kids are being diagnosed with ADHD um, not even diagnosed, have symptoms of probably some, many don't even have it. It's, it's other <laughs> things that are manifesting and then they're, they're getting medication for it. Uh, but that's not the root cause, which is exactly what you said at the beginning. Exactly. So, the underlying so, triggers. Exactly. And we, statistically, we have actually stats for Canada. There's about 44% of people with the mental health issues, period. Mm -hmm. Yep. As of the last year. And as you know, is how many children had to have a face coverings uh, or us having face coverings on the top of, we don't know how that person smiles, mimics, yeah. use their expressions. Um, we were, yeah, like you were saying, isolated. Uh, we've uh, learning to adjust. We are scared of each other because we feel we're going to contract something from each other. So we are constantly living in this fear. 
I don't know how we're going to fix this besides let's stay connected. Like you both are saying, it's something that needs to change or go back to normality if that's even possible. What you just said, you just, uh, the light bulb went off in my head, Vieta, when you talked about the face coverings. Yeah, we're really not doing that anymore. But think about the PTSD, if you will, from that. We don't even, that doesn't even resonate, but psychologically, we went through something there. And we think it's behind us, but it's really not. So many great things we talked about today. I, w- I could go on for another hour because <laughs> I find this fascinating. Uh, and, and I regret not taking psychology in school. But either way, at the center, you're doing so many great things. If you want the website, it's biomunewellness.com, biomunewellness.com. And Bieta and Dr. Jody, thank you so much for being here today. Truly appreciate it. Thank you so hey, much for having you. us on. Oh, thank thank you. you. And if you need to reach us, you can also phone us at 604-510-5158. It's a PST time in Vancouver. Excellent. Look forward next time we get a chance to talk and we'll be right back. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world. This is the Podcast Business News Network. They'll challenge your authority. They'll try to break your will. They'll push you to the edge of your sanity. Because that's what kids do. But this car is your territory, not theirs. Defend it. Who makes the payments? Who cleans it? Who drives it? You do. That's who. And in here, your word is law. So when you say you won't move until everyone's buckled up, you won't budge an inch until you hear that click. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. For more information, visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup.